0: And thank you for listening to Let the Right Films In. We are still a thing. We're here, and we are not cop. <laughs> Anyways, joining us again this week, <laughs> <laughs> returning from a long vacation. It's Patrick Canes. You know me. You know me. <laughs> He's the final rat. He's up on the windowsill, and we we know him. <laughs> And with me today, as always, my co-host, she is Vera Farmiga's terrible, terrible Boston accent, <laughs> K.O. St.
1: Yo, what is up? <laughs> 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 That's uh, that's about that's as a, good as that's as close do. as that's
2: about as close as Vera Farmiga does too. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, there's I feel a like kindred ship with her because as you may remember from the Goodwill Hunting episode, oh my, my Boston accent
0: oh my is god. really good. Oh my god <laughs> okay. Yo what is up? What the Fuck? Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> And I am your host. I am not a fucking rat. Tyler <laughs> Hannon.
1: I'm really excited for this episode because nobody can say that I have too much bad language when we're talking about a movie that drops the F-bomb oh my like God. 10 <laughs> times a minute.
0: And leads with the N-word.
1: Good. I yeah. love it. I loved, really, F- oh. I loved every second. That's really like
2: more than 50% of Wahlberg's. Dialogue is just saying, like, just dropping F-bombs. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. <laughs> like, you got that Oscar now, just for basically <laughs> swearing a lot. It's like, He's
2: just like, this telling, is all I gotta do? Just for telling Alec Baldwin that he's fucking his wife. That's why you got the now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his mother's fucking his father. She's tired from that. Right, right, right. right. Oh, my goodness. All right, well. <laughs> First, before we get into more Boston, we're going to talk Boston. about what we've recently watched. Um patrick why don't you start us off what have you recently <laughs> watched
2: um so uh because school's getting kind of hairy at this point the like most recent thing that i've seen um and really like the only thing i've watched recently is uh the new netflix show love um it's created by uh judd apatow and paul rust who's one of the stars and uh leslie arfin who is married to paul rust um and it's about just people kind of in Los Angeles, um, it being like a lonely city and not having like a great group of friends and like relationships and stuff like that. It's pretty similar to Master of None with that, that uh, Aziz did in uh, New York and stuff a couple of months ago. Um, it starts off kind of slow, the first um, episode or two are kind of a drag, but uh, the like run of five or six or so episodes that finishes the season is really great, and it's got a good ensemble cast. Um, I forget, I think her name is Claudia O'Darity, but she plays uh, the roommate of Jillian Jacobs, who is the other lead, along with Paul Rust. Is She's great. Um, she plays like an Australian that just moved to Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of like UCB familiar characters. If uh, you listen to any of the millions of podcasts that they have over there and stuff um yeah it's great i highly recommend checking it out
1: i'm curious because the only thing that i've heard from this so far is that like it made a bunch of people very very uncomfortable oh yeah there's like kind of that like kind of comedy or
2: um i mean paul rust is just kind of like a awkward guy kind of um and uh Jillian Jacobs' character is pretty damaged in the show. So, yeah, there are definitely a good amount of awkward moments. But I would say it's just, like, outside of being kind of uncomfortable funny, it's funny in its own regard and just straight humor kind of stuff. Um, There's definitely, like, a situation in the pilot that's pretty awkward. And then as the series progresses, Rust's character kind of gets more and more... um, off-putting, and that kind of makes it a bit awkward. But I mean, I don't. Know, I wouldn't say it was any more uncomfortable than some of the stuff in Master of None, or uh, even some sitcoms on like networks and stuff. Now,
1: awesome! I love Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, so. she's she's great. It?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I watched Community for a lot longer than Kayla did, and <laughs> I, that that's mostly what I know Gillian Jacobs from. But I love her so so much in that show. And I'm excited to see her getting some shine here. Yeah, I would,
2: if if you watched it all, I would say her character in this is probably more similar to her character on Girls from the brief stint she was on that than it was uh, Brita. But yeah,
1: I completely forgot that she was on Girls. Yeah, yeah.
2: is not it was was it last season?
1: Maybe. I don't know, I kinda of fell off with that show pretty hard as, to as be as honest. Did I, so. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah. The last episode I watched was where they went to the beach house and then everybody hated each other, but that's like Oh
2: yeah. I almost what.
1: every other episode of the show, to be honest. <laughs> right. So
0: But I the show seems to be getting some pretty good praise. Like every time a Netflix show comes out, it seems like well, it, it either falls off the cliff or everyone talks about it. Right. And this isn't quite on the level of Master of None. Like, everybody heaping praise on it, but it's doing pretty well. Yeah. Which makes me happy for the
1: people involved.
2: But I wouldn't put it on the level of, like, Marco Polo or, like, anything <laughs> like that
0: either.
1: <laughs> what, what is that? I don't even know you, that's, that's, the that's
2: the correct
0: <laughs> response. <laughs> you didn't see Marco Polo, Kayla? No. <laughs> oh, it's like Netflix's Game of Thrones. It's oh. really good
1: is that, that must be in like the forgotten netflix folder they put a lot of money into <laughs> that along actually. with yeah. like a, what is it hemlock grove
0: hemlock grove got three seasons don't you stop there actually is a very passionate hemlock grove fan base i'm surprised you <laughs> haven't stumbled it. across them on tumblr as you tumble more than i do um,
1: i think they're hiding in the corner <laughs> To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> also, Tumblr's really all about the one hundred right now. So oh,
0: Yeah. We, we did talk about that yes. before. Lesbians. It's yeah, really well. all you
1: need to do to get Tumblr on your side is have gay people. <laughs> so
0: So they love the departed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: firefighters. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, was there uh, another thing you wanted to include with love? I couldn't remember if we were gonna do it or not.
2: Uh no, I don't. No, that's it. That's pretty much all I've been. <laughs> okay. Was
0: just say I don't think we've talked Deadpool yet, but it's also been a couple weeks now, so. Oh yeah, people... I mean,
2: it was fine. It was it was fun. I mean,
0: not... it's already number sixty five on the IMDb two fifty. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm sure
2: that'll stick.
1: <laughs> we talk about how the IMDb top two fifty is kind of ridiculous. We, we do
2: have to give it up though. It's not a crime drama, so they're diversifying.
0: True. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so it's an action
0: it's a comedy that made it, it onto the two fifty. Yeah. I
1: mean, like, okay, I, I really liked Deadpool yeah. and I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of the decisions that they made regarding mm-hmm. Deadpool. But like real like the sixty fifth best movie of all time <laughs> yeah, like, that sounds fuck right. off with your voting. Like, <laughs> stop.
0: Like, I mean, it'll probably drop down as more people see it who aren't all about Deadpool. Kayla, now let's talk about what you have watched recently.
1: Okay, so I'm actually pretty excited, like not that we like not excited that we've had such a long break, but excited that I actually have things to talk about cuz normally I'm the one that's like ugh, <laughs> don't have time to watch movies.
0: Saw this funny cat video on Tumblr the other day.
1: <laughs> But yeah, so I've actually had a, a decent amount of time lately to watch things and Ben and I decided on a coin flip the other day to watch the original Tron movie, which I had never... What was the
0: other side of the coin?
1: Unfriended. (laughs) (laughs) Actually,
0: better than you'd expect.
1: We were... Well, okay. We were going through... uh, He has access to somebody's HBO Go account, so we were trying to decide which movie from HBO to watch, and we couldn't decide if we wanted to watch hokey 80s classic, or what we assumed was probably hokey, bad, found footage horror movie. So we flipped a coin. And actually, as a funny aside, there's like an online coin flip generator, and you can pick pretty much any coin from the history of the world. (laughs) So we flipped some form of Roman currency and then had an argument about which side was actually supposed to be heads. Sure. Yeah. I digress. (laughs) So we watched the original (laughs) Tron movie. And... I really like Tron Legacy, but I had never seen the original. And I have to say, watching the original doesn't really make the sequel like it doesn't really add to the sequel a lot and in fact raises a lot more questions because first of all, Jeff Bridges in that movie is literally just Jeff Bridges <laughs> walking around being like, bro, I'm programming. What's up? <laughs> and your al- Jeff
0: Bridges is almost as good as your Boston accent. <laughs> no,
1: but like I seriously like I I know that the movie has kind of like a fraught history and was kind of a like a failure at the time and all that. But I legitimately think that there were some real editing issues in there because okay, so the basic premise is Jeff Bridges was fired from Encom. And the guy that runs it now stole his video games and is also now being controlled by the master program, Evil Computer.
0: Sounds 80s. Yes. Whatever.
1: So, Jeff Burgess has been trying to hack into the system to try and find, like, the proof that the guy stole his games. Which, by the way, is hilarious because at the end of the movie, the computer prints out a sheet that's like, guess what? Jeff Bridges wrote these games basically. And he just like takes it. He's like, yes. And I'm like, you could have (laughs) typed that up yourself. Like, How is that actual good proof? Anyway. So his friends who still work for the company go to see him to be like, hey, dude, you need to stop hacking into the computers because he totally is on you and you're going to get arrested. And like halfway through this conversation, it turns into the master computer is trying to rule the world. We have to break into the company and stop it. And I was just really confused, because literally within the span of one minute, we go from dude, you gotta knock it off, to oh my god, we all have to go save the world. (laughs) And like, there are a couple other times where things like that happen. Like, later in the movie, the evil computer, like, once he's inside of computer world, they blow up his ship because apparently you can blow up things in the digital world. Of course. And, like, we go to the, like, we cut to the next scene, and he has Jeff Bridges and Yori, the girl computer program. And they're like, oh, Tron is dead. And I'm like, when did Tron die? Like, he was just right there. <laughs> so I just feel like Wait, in the editing sorry. room.
2: sorry. Is Jeff Bridges Tron?
1: No. Uh, what's his name? Bruce Boxliner. Okay. So who's just... crushed that's that? That's wow. definitely not how you pronounce his name. Are but... you sure?
0: That sounded so good.
1: <laughs> Bruce B. <laughs> <laughs> Brucey. <laughs> who, who Brucey. Plays... He plays Alan Bradley slash Tron.
0: Okay, <laughs> slash Tron. So slash Jeff Bridges,
1: Tron. Jeff Bridges is just Jeff Bridges, and also is his computer program Clue in the beginning. But Clue gets murdered by the other programs pretty fast. Did, wait, okay.
0: did, did Clue, where did Clue get murdered, and with what?
1: He was shut up. <laughs> he was derezzed. Oh boy. But yeah, so generally, I mean, like, it's a fun movie, and definitely some interesting, like animation and computer choices for the time yeah. box lightener box Lighten, uh, f- I don't know
0: that's I mean it looks like it's spelled box lightener maybe box I, I mean, don't know. continue with yeah. your so
1: it's just like it's hokey it's definitely got its moments where it's just like really but for the most part it's fun But, again, I feel like when you get to the sequel, Jeff Bridges is suddenly, like, this very serious programmer who's like, yeah, man, I went into the computer world to make, like, the future and blah, blah, I was like, no, dude, you got, like, accidentally sucked in, (laughs) and then you broed your way out, like.
2: My only, and then, my only. Friend oh yeah, and course. then at
1: the end of the movie, that's the other thing that bothered me. <laughs> oh he God. comes out of the computer, gets his proof, makes no mention of the fact that he was just like inside of a computer game. This apparently does not bother him. Does not tell his friends about it. Just is like, I got the proof, yo. And then like it cuts to the end, and he jumps out of a helicopter. He's like, I'm the boss of NCOM now. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, how did that happen? Like, do you think that that was a dream? Like, are we like, are we not going to talk about the fact that? something literally magical just happened. (laughs) I don't know. To be fair,
2: if I got sucked into a video game and I came back out, I would probably tell no one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just like, yeah, I I don't know. I am not really surprised that the Tron uh, series has never quite caught on the way that Disney really wants it to. The Tron
0: expanded universe?
1: (laughs) Wait, so where
2: does... My only frame of reference for, like, the series is the, like, neon uh, motorcycle racing game that they have. Where does that play into the movie?
1: (laughs) So, in the original movie, the light cycle thing is literally, like, competitive snake, and that's how the programs kill each other. Like, they literally are, like, driving around in circles trying to get each other to run into their light cycle tails. So in the sequel, they were like, holy shit, that's stupid. (laughs) And they turned it into, like, a real racetrack. Okay. So it's more like racing in the sequel. But in the first one, it's definitely competitive snake. And it looks like 80s computer games. It's kind of hilarious. (laughs) Also, yeah, so they have these things called reminders, I think they're called. And they're, like, these, like, arch-shaped spaceships. I, and they are so impractical. Like they don't fit through any of the doors. They don't I'm like, why don't you guys just maybe get different army surveillance <laughs> things? Like, I feel like you're really limited here. But yeah, so that is how i feel about the original song. and (laughs) was
2: was the movie an adaptation of the game or did the game come out like in tandem with the? the
1: game actually came out slightly after because i thought it was based on the game too but it turns out that the movie did so badly that everybody forgets that it came first (laughs) (laughs) and the game actually outsold the movie <laughs> by, like, millions of dollars. <laughs> like, and it sucks because, really, like, they were trying, like, for the time they were trying some very interesting things. And, I can, like, I don't know. It definitely makes sense that it's a cult classic. And it definitely makes sense that Disney would be like, oh, my God, this will do really well in the 2000s. But I think the main problem they ran into was that they tried really hard to market it to children. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to market it to, you know, the nerd adults who right. liked Tron. Because, <laughs> like, they did a cartoon series, <laughs> which they th- they then canceled because it was only charting with, like, adult viewers and not selling toys. And I'm sure we're all aware of <laughs> Tron 3, <laughs> which they stylized as TR3N. Oh, boy. Being canceled. And, like, I'm just... I don't know.
0: Listen, I mean...
1: I think that they're just they've just been trying too hard for the past 30 years to make Tron happen and it's never going to happen. <laughs>
0: it's like when I was walking through Williamsburg, so like stop trying to make Queens happen. Queens will never happen. <laughs> Tron will never happen.
1: Yeah.
0: The only thing that makes me sad is Killian Murphy looks damn fine in that second movie. He's in it for, like, four seconds. Yeah, and he's the most impactful part of the movie on me. Um,
1: Excuse me. (laughs) Olivia Wilde is in that movie, and she is strikingly beautiful and has a really cool haircut.
0: She is, but...
2: We're getting some real deep dive Tron stuff going on right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I guess I it's worth no a watch. I have no frame of reference <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's worth a watch for like just to be like, wow, first of all, these graphics look like shit now, but think of how revolutionary they were at the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or just be like, wow, I'm glad I watched movies in the 2010s, not the <laughs> 1980s.
1: Pretty much. Like it's, it's interesting to look at something like that and be like, wow, this was like this blew people's minds once upon a time. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so the other things I watched recently, I finally watched Ant-Man, I finally watched Ex Machina, and The Martian, which are all things we've talked about extensively on the (laughs) podcast, so would like to say, liked Ant-Man, could have done without the, you're my precious daughter, so clearly, even though you're more skilled than everyone else, you can't do this because reasons um did they really like dexmo
2: <laughs> sorry uh did they announce for the ant-man sequel or whatever that it was going to be like Ant-Man,
0: ant-man ant and wasp yeah okay
1: which is really exciting kind of wish they would have just done a wasp movie in the first place right but, right you know whatever it's <laughs> i normal. was gonna say the <laughs> reason
0: is because ant-man is the title of the movie <laughs>
1: they could have made Wasp the title of the movie I'm just uh, whatever okay it's fine <laughs> it's fine it's <laughs> it was, it was fine. a fun movie it was a fun movie I enjoyed it I'm really mad that they made me feel things for ants because I hate bugs <laughs> <laughs> um, Ex Machina was really good love that ending even though oh, Ben was so... really pissed about it oh, I, love I was Ex like Machina. look femme Fatale so Robot Who Leaves All Men to Die is pretty much the best outcome I could have ever <laughs> hoped for for this movie uh, the Martian was good. Matt Damon being Matt Damon in space. Cool. <laughs> love it. I'll I actually, yeah, I really liked it. I'm confused, though, because I noticed uh, on the screener at the video store that she not be named, there's a scene from The Martian that is not in the movie. Yep.
0: Yeah, we talked about that. I talked about that with someone the other day, actually.
1: Um, Yeah.
2: I haven't actually seen it yet. I'm going to watch it, like, after this before the whole charade tonight. But uh, I read the book, <laughs> and... What, uh, what scene did they, what are you talking about?
1: Okay, so on the screener at work, there's a scene Spoilers where. Spoilers for
0: a scene in the movie that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so there's a scene apparently where Jessica Chastain is talking to some dude. I'm assuming he's like the head of NASA or something. Is it
0: Jeff Daniels? Is it she, might
1: be. She, it appears that she's like interviewing for the position of captain or something. Because she's like, I slept like a baby in a submarine where it sounds like you're going to be crushed oh, to yeah. death at any moment. Uh, is, she so the, no.
2: is she part of the crew that rescues him?
1: She's, like, the captain yeah, of the okay, first yep. mission. And then, yeah. And so she's like, so, no, I don't think that being the first female pilot to Mars will be much of a challenge for me. <laughs> and, like, that's a really cool scene. And I really don't know why they cut it out.
0: It, it is pretty unnecessary to the movie. It like, is. But flashing like, flashing back for, like, they. I think they don't have any flashbacks in the movie.
1: I could, yeah, I don't know. I really, I'm not really sure where that scene would have fit in. Yeah. And I'm really confused that they chose that to be like the scene that they put as a commercial to get you to rent the movie. Because <laughs> I was legitimately like the whole time waiting for that scene to happen. Because I love Jessica Chastain being a badass and shutting of people down. And, yeah, so I just thought that that was weird. She's
0: still good in the movie, but it's no. mostly Matt Damon.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. probably they were like, you will love and focus only on Matt Damon. I mean, that's you know kind of hap-
2: the design
0: of the book, too, for the most yeah. part. You know how happy I would be if Matt Damon won for Best Actor tonight? There was actually
2: – I'm glad you brought this up. There's, uh I think on uh, – Bill Simmons' podcast, uh, Wesley Morris brought up a good point to where if you switch uh, the lead roles, and it's funny that they're both like the lead roles in this movie, but if you switch uh, Leonardo and uh, Damon, um, The Revenant is probably still the same movie. And that kind of speaks to like the acting that Damon, like the chops that he has. But um, The Martian, like I don't think, or Wesley Morris in his point said that he doesn't think that leo would be able to carry like the comedic parts of the martian
0: oh no
1: no i think we talked about that a little bit with evan actually i,
0: th- I think they also brought up bill simmons podcast too actually um which is funny that we all yeah. listen to <laughs> bill simmons podcast shout, out, shout it is. out
2: bspn
0: bspn <laughs> the watch etc <laughs> I don't Kayla to doesn't it. listen to any of these. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely listened to that episode, too. And I was nodding fervently in agreement <laughs> the whole time that Wesley was saying that. I was like, yes.
1: That's yes. the thing. Like, Leo is a really good actor but he, again he's not a
0: di- he's not like a um, he's not a diverse actor Yeah, yeah. Like he
1: pretty like he can carry a really dramatic intense movie and he can torture the shit out of himself on the screen <laughs> yeah. but like i don't well i mean you the, know, the
2: closest to comedy that he's probably played in a while is uh jango
1: well, i would well wolf of wall street i would oh say.
2: yeah well Had was that moments. after okay yeah
1: but like I, I feel like that's like a different kind of comedy because, like, Matt Damon has that. He has the chops to, like, you know, stay funny in the face of certain death. And I just feel like if, like, Matt Damon's
0: been in out and out comedies. Yeah. Like,
1: if you put Leonardo DiCaprio's revenant character on the Martian, he's just going to be like, Gotta make the potatoes. Gotta. Gotta make the rover last for four more, like, I don't know. He it just, won't
0: even say words. there grunting. would be no jokes in the movie. <laughs>
1: it's just, yeah, it just turns into, like, another grim survivalist thing. I will say about The Martian, I was just so stressed the whole time. And I hate space movies, because it's like, you trip, your helmet cracks, you're dead, bam.
0: <laughs> There's a ton of that in Interstellar. I
1: know, I fun. know, it stresses me out so much. And it's like, I was like, okay, this movie is too funny to have, like, a tragic ending or anything. But just... So so what
2: you're saying is that Gravity was really your shit?
1: God, no. Gravity made me want to die the whole time. It was horrible. Gravity was the one that year, uh, the guy I was with at the time, we made a point to see all of the Best Picture nominees mm-hmm. in theaters, and that was the only one I skipped because I was like, I'm going to have a panic attack if I watch this in like surround sound. You would have. <laughs> but yeah, so... That is what I have watched this week, <laughs> Tyler. What's up, what was on your docket? I would just Since like you, to note
0: you mock my recently watched, but you just took like 15 minutes. Okay. Well, guess what?
1: That's the first time I've done that, and I didn't rant for 20 minutes about a single movie being the worst thing ever and ruin. Well, the Well, we episode. have
0: mentioned The Revenant. We can go no. on about <laughs> Anyway,
1: so Tyler rented. Speaking of
0: uh, the movies we were just talking about, I mean, Tom, uh, Matt Damon and Leo are both in uh, those two movies? Yeah, anyway, I'm shutting the podcast so- down
1: now. It's over. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to say, I don't
0: blame Leo for the Revenant. I don't blame him. No. Stop. I don't blame him. (laughs) Stop.
1: Tyler rented 75 movies this week. I'm not going to talk about all of them. So I'm actually really interested to see what he picks from. There's like our entire desk is covered in DVDs right now. It's kind of ridiculous. And we
0: haven't recorded in a while, so I've seen it so many things and i just want to say we're going to do an episode later we're going to record it later tonight about this but uh we watched the witch the witch is great oh it's so good and legitimately yeah, terrifying yeah.
2: but i don't want to Ugh. like i don't want to talk about it too much if you guys are going to do another whole episode yes. it.
0: it's a little bonus thing it'll be great <laughs> but uh I've watched a lot of things. I watched Interstellar, which also has Matt Damon as an astronaut in it.
1: Being lost in space. And
0: evil. And just kind of a
2: dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's just kind of a dick. Taking y'all down with me.
0: <laughs> it's like he's gone insane. But yeah, I watched that, but I'm not going to talk about that. I watched, uh, man, I can't even remember what the last movie I watched was. But what I will talk about, especially since we have Patrick on this podcast, I. Finally saw Creed. Ba-bum-bum. Ba-bum-bum.
2: <laughs> I just I just did like the fist pumping in the air. I know that doesn't translate to audio, but <laughs> you, I could see it. I are could
1: see running it. up the stairs triumphantly? Yes. <laughs> are you
0: like I got I got, got some notable going
2: in like surround sound right now.
0: <laughs> it, did you pull up on the computer maybe some notable Philly backgrounds to just like oh, yeah, pose? Yeah. In front of,
2: and I got Ryan Kugler just doing a panoramic shot of me
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing him tonight. Yeah, we're um, we should. I we've already referenced it, but we're recording this on the night of the academy. Er, Prior to the Academy Awards, just because this is when it was available.
1: But we are not watching the Academy Awards. Nope. We are going to the Blackout Justice for Flint event featuring Ava DuVernay, Janelle Monae, Ryan Coogler, Hannibal Buress, and honestly, I am 50,000 times more excited for that than to be watching the Oscars.
0: Yes, As you should be. be. checking my phone, though. <laughs> that mean, sounds yeah, awesome. I mean, yeah,
1: I would love to do that. Um, we'll
0: probably talk about that on the whatever thing we're doing tonight, bonus episode thing as well.
1: For sure. But um, just as a quick aside, if you are listening to this and live under a rock and haven't heard about the Flint water crisis somehow, it would be really cool if you would research that and maybe find it in your heart to donate money to them because literally every child in Flint has been poisoned by lead in their water. Um, My friend Jonathan, formerly of the Swellers, currently of two other bands, put together a compilation it's like 80 songs and it has a minimum five dollar donation and all the proceeds go to clean water and water filters for flint residents so you can check that out i believe the website is notsafetodrink.org if you just google not safe to drink compilation it'll come up so yeah. awesome. sorry to kind of derail for a minute there but it's important it is so.
0: important michael moore actually tweeted it
1: yes wow it's really cool That's awesome. That's oh yeah i guess also james shotwell was a part of organizing that
2: whatever
0: james
1: so just give him that shout out
0: (laughs) sound begrudging much no (laughs) and anyways i watched a creed yeah that's what creed i watched that um couple of quick notes on it thoughts okay let me uh gotta get my thoughts pose (laughs) so creed it's a really good movie um, about as good of a sports movie or boxing movie as you're going to get, especially with how many we've had and how kind of rote the formula is. Well, I think some, besides being really well done and having some great people in it, uh, it's helped by the fact that it is a movie that is kind of unapologetically black, I guess I'd say, if I may.
2: I think, like I think that's
0: fair, yeah. Because <laughs> it's not just, it isn't just they put, you know, Apollo Creed's son, a black guy, into the Rocky role and had a movie from there. Like, like this movie is full of black people and black culture, and Ryan Coogler, the director's obviously black as well. And I think that was notable, too. It wasn't just, this is not just an example of race-blind casting, is they cast specifically a black man for this black role. And it's just full of stuff you don't get to see as much, which is part of what the whole Oscar's so white thing is about and i think it makes it especially after seeing it even more glaring that this and straight out of compton were the movies that weren't nominated even if it wasn't specifically because like the academy was like no we must not have these movies the voting system is weird but it's uh it's nice that we had those two movies this year it just makes it kind of more glaring that we didn't recognize them at all when they're both Better than things like The Danish Girl, <laughs> and Bridge of Spies. I
1: and... wish you guys could have seen my face while unpacking the copies of The Danish Girl for the video store. <laughs> so oh, like, man. this <laughs> bullshit, <laughs> get out of here, Redmane. What,
2: what do Alicia. you think the over/under is? If uh, that, like, the first words out of Stallone's mouth when he wins tonight is thanking Coogler and uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, or do you think he forgets I would...
3: again?
1: <laughs> I would really hope. I did that he hear... could find it in his heart to thank the amazing people that made him like I, I don't know. I did
0: hear well oh, I did hear recently that he did thank them but the camera yeah. had cut away by the right. time he got to that point.
1: You know, that also doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's and then like...
2: he he went on like his uh I guess like the backstage presser or whatever where they interview all the winners and stuff right away. Mm-hmm. I guess that he spent like the extensive amount of that time thanking them. But, it's, I mean, yeah, it's it not important on, to you note- know, the broadcast and everything.
1: Yeah, it is important to note that, like, a lot of the time the cameras are, like, the, the people that are in charge of what gets shown on TV are really ready to cut away the moment of controversy. Like, you may remember... And looking for li-
0: reaction shots. Well, and- you may
1: remember the Life of Pi people right. getting cut the minute they tried to bring up their animation studio that was on strike or who was it a couple years ago that tried to thank Taiwan and they were like, nope, 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 do not oh, want to piss run. off China this year? <laughs> I'm not sure. And uh, so stuff like that. So, like, generally, when it comes to things like that, I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But right. I don't know. <laughs> Stallone doesn't necessarily seem like an ungrateful bad guy to me. <laughs> no. no.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, like, besides all of that, Ryan Coogler directs the hell out of this movie. There's the the famous Meek Mill scene with uh, motorbikes running oh through the streets God. of Philly, really good. There's the the fight that's an unbroken take, which deserves all the hype it's gotten. It's incredible, and I can't imagine how the hell they did that. Like I know choreography have, and rehearsing. Have you seen and...
2: the uh, the Sly like Vine of him recording it when Michael B. Jordan takes the punch?
0: I know. I, I've seen. I've seen him getting. I've seen Michael B getting knocked out. I haven't seen the Vine of Sly.
2: No, no, no. no. It's like Sly recording the Vine. Like. Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yes, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah, Michael. B., Michael B actually got knocked out in the making of this movie. <laughs> Michael B Jordan's were harmed. <laughs> no.
2: He's <laughs> too precious. But, also, just like sorry to like quick shout out. R. I. P. Tony Burton. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, Sly shouts him out tonight.
0: Yeah. I'm sure Sly has gone over and over his acceptance speech for tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hope he just does that first. <laughs>
0: He's like, first of all, I just want to thank Ryan Coogler okay. and Michael B. Jordan more than anyone else ever in the world. Uh, <laughs> as, as much but...
2: as I like Tom Hardy, I feel like there's got to be some kind of like riot or something if Tom Hardy wins.
0: I man, see, here was, was I was gonna go next. Like, I think Tom Hardy's incredible in The Revenant, and I really like Sly in this, but I didn't find it like that unequivocally great. Okay. Like I have, I have no beef with him winning, but I just what I, I didn't. He is like the runaway winner, it seems. Yeah. And I didn't think he was that good. Okay. I think. But, like, I think yeah, it's
2: either him or Mark Rylance from uh, Bridge of Spies, I think. Or the... yeah.
0: Like, Stallone's good. It's probably the best he's been in years. I just was, like, that was, like, my 10th favorite thing about the movie. (laughs) Right, right. But even the scenes with um, uh, Adonis and... What's Tessa Thompson's character's name again?
2: Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. Um...
0: Yeah, but, uh, like, the the romantic scenes I thought were shot really well. Michael B. Jordan is a movie star. He's incredible in it. Tessa Thompson is awesome, and her phone should be ringing off the hook between being she doesn't have a lot to do in creed but she's really good and she was incredible as the lead in dear white people she's just fantastic and everything and yeah i really like this movie i um i mean i'm not super into boxing or anything like that but this is a (laughs) surpassingly good sports movie
2: yeah i I love it
0: (laughs) So I, and I, I'm glad for the success of all the people involved, and I'm really excited for all of them to get more work because I've loved I Kugler, I love, love Fruitvale Station, I love Michael B. Jordan forever, I love Tessa Thompson for a while. She's
2: a she's gonna be on that new HBO show, um, the oh, yeah. the Westworld, I think.
0: Oh my god that it, that will be interesting. Um, I, I don't know. Anything they've been about it working on that that she got they've been working on that series forever and let's see i'm pulling up Tess thomas imdb page i want to (laughs) know oh that's right i forgot okay so kayla you watched ex machina yes uh alex garland's next movie is called annihilation and it so far i'm excited for that because ex machina alone but so far it is cast uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson, and Gina Rodriguez. Ooh. Oh,
1: yeah. Which sounds. Wait, what is this about? <laughs> uh,
0: oh, uh, Annihilation. Yeah. It's um, I think it's a space movie. <laughs> I just want badass space pirate ladies. <laughs> a biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition where the laws of nature don't apply. OK, I've, it's like these four women go to space basically and they're very different that the work goes to, ah! to survive. <laughs> it's based on a novel by Jeff Vandermeer but yeah super excited for that movie I almost forgot she was cast in it and she is in Westworld you are correct yeah oh uh, yeah looks like it okay yeah interesting also Lisa Joy I don't know who that is nope. but the other thing I watched made for a really interesting double feature I actually tweeted about this but follow me at that time <laughs> I watched Kingsman after I watched Creed, which is a much, much different movie.
2: Is that the Colin Firth like uh Yeah okay, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So
0: I went from like like a I went from like this like this uh really good sports movie, Unabashedly black, very earnest, to this white boy wet dream over the top <laughs> action comic book adaptation. Which I enjoyed but I also had joy with caveats, because that's one of the whitest things <laughs> that I've ever seen, except for the villains. The villains are... Not white. Not white. Go figure. <laughs>
1: and don't they, Every...
2: doesn't the villain have, like, swords for legs?
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting, actually. There's a really, There are some really good fight scenes in it. The action's super incredible. Super incredible. Wow, I'm great at adjectives. The action is... Shut up. The action is intense and very well done and sometimes it's unbelievably over the top like super stylized and other times it's just very it's oh it's over the top but in a lifelike fashion it was kind of weird but it's mostly this stylized comic book movie that's hyper violent it's like kingsman is a really fun movie that i could enjoy with the caveats of knowing that this is made for like white teenage boys to love yeah. Was that was that
2: a, was that guy Richie or was that no a...
0: that was um, Matthew Vaughn? Oh, Okay, yeah, no, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a good it's a better movie than it is any right to be. I feel <laughs> it's not as smart as it thinks it is. It thinks it's so clever. It's not that clever, but it's solid.
1: Also, as noted before on this podcast, just skip the last scene and go to the credits scene because it's <laughs> so stupid yeah. and so pointless and honestly gross. And I get really mad thinking about it because <laughs> they had a real good thing going up until that moment.
0: You know, you gotta do what you gotta. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, before we the get butt to is our not what you gotta do. Ah, <laughs> uh, get out! <laughs> yes. Before I two random bits of news that popped up that I think are funny. Uh, so, Gods of Egypt bombed badly this weekend. What? Good. Good. No. Yeah, totally shocking. Uh, uh, that train wreck of a movie. Fuck
1: that. <laughs> I <laughs> Which, can't believe this.
0: Yeah, honestly, it looks like such a mess that I want to get trashed and go see it no, in, like, its fourth will, week.
1: We will get trashed and see it on DVD, okay. so we don't give money to yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we
0: shouldn't give money to it. Oh, it looks like such a train wreck. It's great. But uh, at the director, Alex Proyas, uh, director of The Crow, but also recently iRobot and Knowing called critics deranged idiots and it's like nah dude you just make bad movies (laughs) for the most part i'm sorry but also the razzie nominations came out and i'm always or the wins and i'm always disappointed by the razzie's because they just pick the obvious movies and aren't actually that interesting be way more like if they had maybe you know trash the revenant or something that really more interesting. or like movies that aren't like 50 shades of gray and fantastic four it's because.
2: like adam sandler cleaning up everything. yeah movie.
0: like it's just feels like such a waste of time yep. but whatever i won't waste any more time on that waste of time anyway our movie this week from straight to you from boston straight from hobby yard the
2: car in the yard go to Fairway <laughs> park
0: <laughs> there are many cars in this movie it takes place in Boston, straight from Harvard Yard, starring Mark Wahlberg. I swear to God, you know me. We watched The you Departed. You know me. We... <laughs> you know this movie. It's The Departed.
2: You will not ever know the identity of undercover people.
0: Do you have anyone in with Costello presently?
2: Maybe. Do you know who I am? Maybe not.
3: When I have my associates search you, That <laughs> was quick. I think he's dead already. Get your hands off me! I think we could work something out. There, is you
0: there was a leak from the inside. It's real, man. Smoke him out!
3: You're lying to me. There are things you don't want to know about.
1: I mean, do you want her to chop me up and feed me to the poor? Is that what you guys want?
0: How's your
3: brother? She's on her way out. You all are. Act accordingly.
0: This week we're talking about The Departed. Uh, their part is currently number 43 on the IMDb 250. <laughs> it, w- it was released in 2006, directed by uh, Martin Scorsese. Oh, my God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: starring,
0: <laughs> starring revered star Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Mark Wahlberg, Mark and Mark, Martin Sheen, oh, Farrah Formigo. Oh, yeah, Anthony Anderson was also in this movie for five yep. seconds. Literally
1: every famous white person, and then that one black guy for two seconds.
0: <laughs> which the movie makes a point. You're a black guy in Boston. You're already fucked. Yeah. It's true. Alec yeah. Ba- and Alec Baldwin is in it, too, which yeah. every time I see him, was like, oh, yeah. Alec he Baldwin. really, okay,
2: he's like, I mean, obviously there are much better uh, performances in it, but he's always one of my favorites in it. I-, I love the scene uh, <laughs> when uh, when he's talking to Matt Damon, and he's like, "What are you, one of those fitness freaks, huh? Go fuck yourself."
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is. I feel like him and Jack Nicholson both are just like, "I get to say what in this movie? Oh, I am all about this. This is this is great." <laughs> but uh, yes, the movie stars those people. Released in two thousand six. It made $132 million in the domestic box office and $157 million in the foreign box office, giving it a $289 million total on a $90 million budget. So it was a success. It is adapted from the Japanese movie um,
1: Internal Affairs.
0: Internal Affairs, yes, which is also on the IMDb 250 and is also widely regarded pretty well. It's two and a half hours long because it is a Martin Scorsese film and must therefore be at least two and a half hours long. And it was nominated for five nominations, including a supporting actor from Mark Wahlberg, which I like. I Mark Wahlberg. We'll get into that. Mark Wahlberg's good in this movie, but that's just silly. Uh, it, it won for Best Picture. Scorsese finally won for Director. It also won for Film Editing, which is... If you don't know, the kind of the key categories to look for.
1: You know, okay, I wanna comment picture. on that very quickly. Yeah. That's surprising to me because I felt like there were so many weird amateur edits in this movie. The movie
0: that wins best picture almost <laughs> always wins best editing.
1: Like there were just so it's, many. It's kind of insane.
2: Yeah. Like the whole like weird shaky cam thing when uh Leo's trailing Matt Damon through like the back streets and stuff yeah. yeah what the fuck was that <laughs> <laughs> another
1: notable one that i yeah another notable one that really like when damon shows up to be like i'm here to investigate that wasn't <laughs> like, wow, that was
0: really bad <laughs> uh, yeah tell me what you're here yeah, to investigate, investigate.
1: <laughs> anyway when he shows up to be like i'm here to investigate all y'all motherfuckers and he's like you know, everyone else in the SIU unit w- wants to find him just as bad. It just randomly, like, pans to yeah. the office for, like, four just seconds. Just in case and, you like,
0: don't know, there are all these other people also in the office. <laughs> what? It's an, estab- it's an establishing... Just, it,
1: it, it's, like, a two-second shot, and it makes no sense. And I feel like Scorsese movies often have a lot of that, actually.
0: Is that why they're two and a half hours I don't, long?
1: They just have, like, a lot of random shots, like, for no reason mm. that are... I, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Continue on. I just really wanted to comment on that real quick. We're, we're going to
0: discover as we get farther into this discussion that Martin Sc- Scorsese is probably not one of Kayla's favorite directors. No, I actually <laughs> the
1: thing I actually really like Martin, Sc- Martin Scorsese. Like, Martin. I even I do. though,
0: even though we're gonna, you're not gonna have, you're gonna, you don't love The Departed, and you also hated Shutter Island. Maybe we it's not just Leo. Shutter Island. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but, I uh, really like Wolf of Street. It also won life. for Adapted Screenplay for William Monaghan's adaptation of Infernal Affairs. And, um, oh, yeah, in my notes at the bottom here, like, I just got two more things. Uh I'm not a cop, and I'm not phone. Fo- oh, okay, that's just... You
2: stupid. keep your phone on!
0: <laughs> 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 uh, also notable this year, uh, that year, DiCaprio was nominated, but for Blood Diamond, and as yeah. we all know, he did not win.
2: There's Actually, a whole big thing about that. They did that um, on
1: purpose because he mm-hmm. refused to run for lead actor against his other co-stars. Oh, So really, that one was Leo's fault. We could have had this whole thing solved 10 years ago. Oh. But yeah. he had and to then, be a fucking martyr about it.
2: And then Warner Brothers like, didn't buy any of those like for your consideration ads and stuff for him <laughs> as a supporting actor.
0: You know who did buy plenty of those? <laughs> Everybody behind The Revenants. (laughs) In fact, they put it right in the end of the movie.
1: For
3: your consideration.
1: i just like, I'm never going to be able, like, not that I particularly wanted to see The Revenant, but I'm literally never going to be able to watch it now because of you. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> Are you saying I might have ruined The Revenant for do some know, people? Do
1: you know, what's really depressing, too, is I love <laughs> and like I
0: loved Birdman. This is not this is. Right, no, stop. Nope. I mean, nope. technically, technically, this was going to be part of our Academy Award, like our Academy Award series before life hit us with a fucking meteor.
1: Tyler got a new job though. So I got roll. yeah, I got Woo!
0: a new job. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, anyway, <laughs> not talking about the revenant. Continuing on.
0: Uh, since, uh, you know, just as just as Martin Scorsese was awarded for The Departed when it was re- was re- re- awarded for all his prior pictures, but just have to have The Departed come out this year. So too will Leonardo DiCaprio be awarded for all of his previous movies. And it just happens to be the revenant that came out this okay. I legitimately
1: wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> She's
0: lighting up with delight. But I guess like I whatever we talk about some of these movies too, especially with these actors, I kinda like looking into where like where they were before this. And oh, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like DiCaprio was coming off the aviator, Catch Me If You Can, and Games New York and Blood Diamond was around the same time. Then he went on to body of lies revolutionary load shutter islands you know matt damon was pretty established too he'd done the ocean movies all the born movies
2: it seemed like this was kind of him getting back to like a grittier kind of shady character and stuff from some of like his younger roles because he had kind of done the like big budget like ensemble cast thing for a while
3: mm -hmm.
1: i kind of feel like that's true of almost all of the actors in this movie Like, Jack Nicholson returning to form as the villain, Alec Baldwin, I don't know, doing whatever it is he normally does, as opposed to being Alec Baldwin. (laughs) Mark Mark Wahlberg Wahlberg, had been
0: in a couple things, but I think this was, especially with the nominations, this one we were like, oh, he's an actor. And kind of,
2: like, more uh, surprisingly, I think, this was, like, shortly after the West Wing ended, right? And this was Martin Sheen's kind of first thing post, like, being the president? Correct. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. I was just looking at Mark Wahlberg's IFDB page, and he was in Shooter, which we know Shooter. Right. <laughs> uh, his name in that movie is Bob Lee Swagger. Mm hmm. hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course. Is. Yes. Okay. Also, yeah, I do want to briefly
1: comment. Uh, putting Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg in the same movie has got to be one of the worst decisions ever. See, I don't get this. I no, I. So sorry.
2: Strong, strong disagree. I don't. <laughs> no,
1: like, I just. There's just. I get them mixed up. All the time. I I don't know Uh, why. They don't always really look that much alike, but sometimes they do. But, like, the whole time, it's like him, Matt Damon, and Leo for some reason. So the scene when
2: they're, like, going to try to choke each other where you're just like,
1: which one are you? (laughs) Ben and I were actually joking about it when they they have that face-off in the hallway where they're like, yeah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, Ben was like, so did they just feel like maybe they just told themselves to go <laughs> like I
0: don't, I don't totally get it, but it's I like also. A thing, though,
1: if you look it up, I lots also of people don't get, get it at
0: all. <laughs> I, maybe it's just because I love Matt Damon and I've seen him in so many things. There's like
1: a whole sector of the population that gets Leo, Matt Damon, and Mark Wahlberg confused all yeah. the time.
0: Really, I mean, they
2: all kind of came up at the same time.
1: See,
0: I, kinda, I like I much. get the similarities, like age, white dudes. Like, <laughs> I
1: will say,
2: really, the, the only like, thing they could have done differently <laughs> is throw like Ben Affleck in as like. Uh, oh God.
1: <laughs> Alex no. Baldwin's role
2: or something in that. Ben Affleck has that distinctive chin, though. <laughs> He's got a yeah, chin. That's true. But um,
1: yeah, no, like honestly, during the first 20 minutes of this movie, I was really confused and I had to go read the summary <laughs> to figure out, like, not like, to figure, like, is Leo the bad guy who's pretending to be a cop or is Matt Damon the good guy <laughs> Well, that's guy kind of just
2: that's... the thing, I think, about the movie is <laughs> that, like, they're both kind of flirting with, like, uh, being on one side, but, like, being more inclined to be on the other and then the inverse of the other. Is uh, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it seems like they're two sides of the same coin.
1: It's just confusing for a bit. It just, I, I don't know. I figured it out though.
0: So I hope so. Like so, yeah. It was really a bummer when spoilers. Mark Wahlberg shoots or Matt Damon shoots Leonardo DiCaprio in the end. <laughs> Wait, that actually almost happens. Yeah. <laughs> but eh, whatever. Uh, let's get I'll start this a little more officially. Uh, Pat, you came to us with the Departed. Absolutely, so you came to us with the Departed. Uh, please de-potted. tell me uh, why you chose the Departed, uh, what you like about Boston, and uh, what's your favorite <laughs> place to pocket con car in God damn it!
2: <laughs> well, I so this movie, I've always kind of had like a weird uh, fascination with Boston. I guess I grew up kind of liking the Red Sox because, or sorry, the Red Sox. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, and a lot of like Boston-set movies end up being because they're all just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's so over the top every time. But I, I love all of them. And uh, this came out when I think I was like starting college when this came out. What what year did this come out? Two thousand six. Okay, so how old are you? No, I, I was I was a senior in high school. When okay. it came out. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was. I, I just remember like. I would go to college parties and stuff, and it was—it's the most quotable movie, like of all time.
0: It's as, insane, as listeners may have noticed by now, as we have quoted it <laughs> incessantly. In
2: right, and yeah, I mean, I think as a younger kid, when uh, like when it first came out, and I wasn't like, oh, well, let's like unpack this part, or like, oh, who's the cinematographer, and just like enjoying movies for the movie or whatever, like a dumber. Viewer, I guess is what I'm trying to say. This was a huge movie for me. And then as I got older, it, it, I still really like it. I, I still think it's a pretty solid movie. Maybe not one of Scorsese's best, but definitely worthy of being on the list, I think. And uh, there are a lot of cool things in it. There's a lot of really stupid things in it, but it's always kind of stuck with me as being... I think it's because the quotability. And I mean, it's the same... Or I'll save that for my recommendations. But um, it's just... I don't know. I, I love the movie. It's And when you uh, were talking about Academy Award winners, since this is uh, coming out, uh, we're actually doing this, as we said, on the day of the Oscars, this was, like, the first one that came to mind for me. I think a lot of that is because everyone was so excited when Scorsese finally won. But for whatever reason, it always just had a deep attachment for me.
0: Nice. Kayla? Tell us about your history with the departed.
1: Um, I actually had not seen it until last night, and I want to start. It's like it's not a bad movie, but this is the kind of movie that I just really—it just does not interest me. Right. It's a crime drama. (laughs) I feel like okay, so I feel like for sure it's definitely kind of an of its time movie. Like I feel like in the early two thousands, there were a lot of like. Like glorified violence, like dudes being dudes and like struggling with their inner demons, kind of movies. That's, those
0: movies still exist.
1: I mean, yeah, have but Have seen I, the I, Revenant. Yes, but like, I, you know what? You know what I'm talking about, though. I feel like a lot of early 2000s movies, like you have like Crash, which you know that I hate, or like most De- people do The Departed, and right. I, I don't know, just like just like a lot of movies that are that are in this same vein of like. Good cop, bad cop, I don't know, <laughs> and
2: no, yeah, it's definitely like a like subgenre of its. yeah, like, um, and so
1: like I feel like it is a good movie, but it kind of doesn't hold up to the standards that we have today, and I've mentioned this before in the podcast where I feel like as we go on, the standards for what qualifies as best picture kind of get a little bit more stringent like for instance in 2005 walk the line won best picture and i Mm -hmm. can't fathom that being true like i cannot fathom that being legitimately the best movie of any year
0: you and i can't fathom
1: so i don't know but (laughs) you
2: know it was I, i will say though that i mean for the year that it won best picture i mean i i don't know off the top of my head all the movies that came out that year obviously but i mean for the ones that were nominated for best picture I don't really know what else to right, give it to. I guess Letters from Iwo Jima was pretty good, but I mean, I don't think Little Miss Sunshine was the best not. picture. Absolutely
1: <laughs> not, no. And yeah, so like, I don't know, <laughs> I enjoyed the movie and I think it does some interesting things, but overall I was kind of like, this movie is so long. And I was joking with Tyler, because yeah. when I got home this morning he was rewatching it, and I told him, I was like, you know this movie is legitimately just forty five minutes too long, like they just kind of orbit each other, oh, in circles. and then when I was looking at the trivia, I found out that it's fifty minutes longer than the original <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, I, so yeah, i <laughs> it does some interesting stuff. it has interesting characters, but for the most part, I just am like, okay, we I feel like you could have trimmed the fat, could have maybe done without a lot of the Sorry, hold on. My cats are
2: fighting. Yeah, I mean, the whole like microprocessor deal with the like Chinese and everything was. They, they spent like 25 minutes on that and it was totally. Yeah, I just there. feel like
1: there's so much stuff just kind of thrown in. And like, I, I don't know. All.
2: Sorry, sorry. Microprocessors.
1: <laughs> so a lot of the Thank stuff. Thank you for
2: correcting
3: us. A lot on
1: of that. the stuff that I read when I was doing some research on the movie <laughs> was like, oh, it's this interesting game of cat and mouse. And. I, Ben pointed this out to me too I don't really feel like it's cat and mouse I feel like Leo and Matt Damon are kind of just like these like he called them orbiting planets that eventually shoot each other (laughs) and like that's how I feel about it like I don't really at any point feel like they're really in a rivalry or in a race to catch each other it's just sort of there
0: yeah
2: Oh, I I disagree, but I mean, yeah. No, yeah, fair.
1: no. I would love to hear your thoughts on this, because like, I don't know. I hate being the person who's I mean, like, I, eh, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I kind of how I was talking about it earlier. It seems like they are like two sides of the same coin. You have the person that, um, like uh, Billy Costigan, um, Leonardo DiCaprio's character. His father grew up kind of in the crime mob, or at least, uh, you know, he he was familiar with uh, Costello for his entire life and stuff, to where. The mob boss already knew him as he was coming in he came up on the wrong side of the tracks and stuff but he wanted to be a police officer and then he spends the entire time even though he's in um, with Jack Nicholson he's this informant and stuff and then you have kind of the other side of the coin with um, Sullivan played by Matt Damon to where he is actually a, a very good officer and rising in the ranks and everything but he grew up his entire life in the mob and stuff and I thought the most interesting part is that you, if you look at it, really, the best officer out of all of them is Leonardo's character, and he's the one that couldn't even get into the academy because he failed his exam so many times and stuff. And I feel like a lot of it is just luck. I mean, he says he gets the files because the lawyer sent them to him, <laughs> which yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, you <laughs> and And he'd never needed it because he found the letter on the on Damon's office table. I, I <laughs> you know what else I was actually all, curious but...
1: about? So like they make a big deal about like teasing him with the fact that they could just delete his file. And like make it so that he was never yeah. a cop? That cannot be true. Like, there is no way that <laughs> oh, Matt no. Damon can hit <laughs> one delete button and nobody knows that Leo was ever a cop. <laughs> like, what?
2: There are absolutely
1: like paper. And like that... and like ways to check the history, like the edit history in the files. And like also, why does anybody have that power? Like, you know, like your records stay your records for your whole life. Like if I had a criminal record, it would still be there. Like there shouldn't be a way to just go in and delete it.
2: (laughs) And also like he deleted it with like, Plenty of people still knew who he is. Everyone saw him in the office that day. Anthony Anderson, even though he died, went to the academy with him. And I mean, Dingham was still out there and knew about him. Like that was that also was actually.
1: Now that I think about it, he deleted it after logging in with Leo's password. Why does he have the power to delete also, his own profile?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's great. But also, he deletes it and then recommends him for the Medal of Merit. How if he has no record, you don't just give probably, the of merit know, to someone that's not a police officer? I actually officer. thought about
1: this. I bet he was like,
2: <laughs> did he just go back in there and add? <laughs> no, the file I bet back? You he was
1: like, yeah, Queenan was the rat, and Queenan deleted the file to like make it look like he uh, was. Oh yeah.
2: or not Queenan. Um, um, the you mean uh, the Weasley? Yeah, yeah
1: sorry. So he was probably like whoever yeah, yeah, the yeah. rat was got in here and deleted his file. Right. And here I am restoring his heroic honor. Like, you know, fuck Matt Damon so much yeah, in this that's movie. He is such a dick, and he throws oh, everyone under the bus, yeah. and I hate him. That
0: said, I love Matt Damon in this movie. Not his character, but I just think he's so Oh, good. he's so he's great. He's so
2: good. He's the worst, but he's also
1: great. Yeah. I love at the end when he's like, what about the baby? And she just, like, keeps walking. I'm like, yeah! Fuck you! <laughs> and she you. just walks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love the I love the scene in the elevator where he's like just fucking shoot me and then the other guy shoots Leo right oh,
1: <laughs> God I was so upset too because like he just wanted his identity back and they killed him and he just wanted yeah. to live his life
0: Nancy Anderson shows up again just to get shot. <laughs> That,
2: that last scene, I think that scene's pretty great. Even though it's basically just everyone getting shot.
1: <laughs> I remember Ben was like, yeah, so the movie's over when everybody's dead. And I was like, so like 40 <laughs> minutes out to the end of the also, movie, I was like, Mark oh.
0: Wahlberg just comes out of fucking nowhere. Fucking nowhere.
2: So that, I kind of wanted, I was hoping there would be like a deleted scene or something of like how he figures out it, that, no- or like gets wind of Sullivan being the rat
0: like i i could believe that, his that dignum figured it out but i need a, like something more than just he had a hunch it was damon's I, character I, I assume
1: leo well Madden i would i would imagine it.
2: i was thinking about this i would imagine it probably had something to do with after he found out costigan died um like i, I don't know i don't think it's a stretch to imagine that he could have broken into uh Costigan's place where he had all the evidence from the mm. lawyer. I,
1: my theory on this, I think what happened, because remember, Costigan is saying, like, oh, I told you to bring Dingham. Like, Dingham, no, you know me. Yeah. <laughs> he knows me. Right, right, right. But, like, so I think maybe my, my theory, since this is a time when cell phones could fail you and you would not get a message, <laughs> is that maybe he, like, didn't have signal and he got a voicemail that was like, hey, Costigan's up to some shit and then he like found out Posted. Costigan was dead and i also think that he, like he mailed the copy of the tape
2: he, right yeah. to
1: Sullivan so maybe to cover his tracks or like cover his ass he also but mailed one to Dingham and maybe someone else i don't know <laughs> Because, yeah, he just shows up. And also, you know, I feel uh, like him shooting Matt Damon is such an unsatisfying ending. Because I feel like it would have been way more satisfying to watch him, like, you know, go to jail and be put on trial and, like, lose everything that he loved and... Nah. Instead of just dying. <laughs>
2: I might be remembering wrong, but I thought Dingham, I thought there was this scene after he, like, punches Matt Damon and uh, resigns that I thought there was a scene where he was, like, on the phone saying no one can find Dingham when he was talking to uh, Costello.
1: I don't think he said no one could find him. I think he just said he was on leave. So okay. I think it was more just like, a, ah, like, don't bother with him. He's not technically a cop right now or mm. something like that kind of thing. Okay.
0: So, yeah, that means man, there are some great moments of tension. This movie. Yeah, I like the movie more than characters. No, like
1: there are definitely so like as much as like shit that I was giving it the whole time, there no. were like my heart was definitely pounding like at least ten times throughout the movie where I was just like, Oh my god, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen?
0: Yeah, I watched this movie when I was eighteen, I think, for the first time. Uh I really enjoyed it at the time. I liked it less the second time I watched it, and then a little more again the third time. It's a really enjoyable movie. It just Not that every movie has to have something to say, but it doesn't feel like it has anything to say, really.
1: I mean, it's just like (laughs) a story. Yeah,
0: it's just...
2: I mean, I think it... I don't think it takes itself very seriously. I think it's just presenting like this is, you know, this is right. what it and is. This is I really kind of think and that
1: that's its saving grace, that it kind of has, like, that sense right. of humor throughout about how ridiculous a lot of it is. Like, yeah. when it's, like, the Dropkick Murphys chase scene or whatever, where <laughs> they're, like, in reverse. Like, Which
0: is also, I, that, I fired up that old DVD, and the Dropkick Murphys of the title music. <laughs> of
2: course. It's kind of crazy. Like, that song, when this movie came out, like, they fucking blew up <laughs> just because this movie.
1: I felt bad. I made a joke on Twitter about, like, bad Boston accents and flogging Molly. And, like, two people were like, no, flogging Molly is West oh, Coast. Wait.
0: <laughs> wait, did I – is it, it flogging? Was,
1: mo- no, it's drop-kick, no okay. it's dropkick. I thought okay. it was flogging yeah. Molly. Phil corrected me. Thank okay. you, Phil. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I got my random ban- – You get the
0: fuck out of here. You Literally. don't know a thing about right. Boston.
1: Okay, aside from people who are, like, from Boston and or really into, like <laughs> – that kind of music. The only time anybody listens to the Dropkick Murphys or Flogging Molly is when you're getting drunk on St. Patrick's Day. Like, let's not kid ourselves uh- here. <laughs>
2: Have it, having grown up in Chicago stronger. Okay. Monica's going to have some words with you as
0: well.
1: I know. I know. I know. Monica loves them. Anyway, regardless.
0: Kayla just... just out here making enemies. Just <laughs> decent Scorsese movies talking about how she gets Matt Damon and everyone else mixed up and saying nobody listens to the Dropkick Murphys. They're basically flogging Molly. Does that solve your feelings properly, Kayla? No, that
1: is a gross misrepresentation, but whatever. <laughs> um, Shoot, there was something I was going to say. Oh, uh but, okay.
2: Really, I mean, like all Scorsese movies, the music in this that I mean, it's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. I like he the cues a lot. The, I mean a Scorsese's together. a pretty yeah. obvious fan at this point of uh the stones <laughs> and the gimme shelter cues <laughs> and stuff, and then I really like the Van Morrison cover of the Pink Floyd song that they play when uh Farah and him hook up uh, Leonardo. Mm-hmm. It I I think that's one of my favorite parts of the movie, probably. It's just the musical cues. I will
0: say, especially since this movie doesn't have things to say necessarily, like the performances are kind of the most interesting part of it. And I want to mm-hmm. know, I imagine they'll be pretty similar, how you'd rank the performances.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, so are we talking just like the uh, main four? So let's, four so so, let's
0: say DiCaprio, Damon, Wahlberg, Nicholson, Farmiga um you could include martin sheen and alec baldwin too i suppose
2: okay yeah yeah i'll do them um okay so my number one is Wahlberg. um number two i would say is martin sheen um number three leo number four baldwin number five damon um and then i guess uh number six nicholson and number seven farmiga it's kind of crazy. I'm remembering, like, back to that Oscar season, the hype around Nicholson's performance was, like, insane. I... And he is so Yeah, he's not good! Movie. He literally is
1: just, like, okay, I do not like Jack Nicholson because I feel like in every movie he's ever been in, he's just been, like his own crazy self like on camera and they just kind of are like i guess this is your name for this movie that's kind
0: of a felt about the shining too
1: no that's stephen king specifically like this is why stephen king hates stanley kubrick because he's told him not to cast jack nicholson because he was like the whole point of this character is that he's legitimately a nice family man who goes crazy jack nicholson is always crazy he always looks like he's about to shoot <laughs> someone in the face like, like-
0: I remember right. watching.
2: I will say his performance in this is like legitimately terrifying, and he's a very good like. Uh, yeah, but he's not Frank Costello. He's just Jack Nicholson. So doing
1: right. whatever the fuck it is Jack Nicholson does. I like, don't even
0: know that this is a good Jack Nicholson being Jack. Nich- I don't know.
1: If someone told me that well, he was a serial the... killer, I would be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> like, I don't know.
2: Scorsese—I can't remember if it was Scorsese or Monaghan—but one of them said that pretty much all of his scenes in this are improvised. Yeah. Like he decided to w- have like the dildo in the uh, in the porno theater, and he decided to do like the smacking the table and like eating the
0: fly or whatever it is. He that... decided
1: to throw coke on Ev- the hooker. Like every one of right, those
0: yeah. is feels so random and out of place too. Like they don't make me think that Frank Costello is. M- well they make me think he's more dangerous but knowing that it's a movie I just kept thinking those are weird choices.
1: I just
2: Right. I mean I think the I think it's best and it's weird cuz it's the example I mentioned with the fly and stuff but I think the best Nicholson is in this movie is uh the scene when he's at the table and he accuses Leonardo the second time and he's like I put a bullet in your head like anyone else. <laughs> oh,
0: that was funny.
1: No. His <laughs> accent changes like six <laughs> times throughout the movie. It's yeah. honestly amazing. But yeah, um, uh, yeah.
0: Um, how would you rank them, Kayla?
1: I would probably say Leo first. Honestly, I I feel like Vera Farmiga does a pretty good job with the very limited amount she has to do, um, and like I just feel like one the boston accent is not really like we're not going to talk about that really but like bad. for the well mo- like for the most part like her character kind of is just there to like
0: it's just yeah us. and
1: like i don't know that's really frustrating to me <laughs>
0: but yeah. uh, i i don't know I, I think she's like i love vera farmiga i've watched her in many other things and almost always enjoy her i don't think she's that great in this role but also she doesn't have much to do and that's fall right. in love with matt da- fall in love with matt damon it's
1: confusingly hook up with leo i really don't get that scene
0: totally
2: that it makes
1: no sense
0: yeah that that what that happens i'm like oh this is just gonna happen just so that it
2: and it happened like the day that she's moving into the apartment just because she's
0: <laughs> feeling a little damon. conflicted about it and she's like As i'm you know, gonna hook up with this dude who i storm who stormed out on me and then she basically threw a prescription at him and told her, ne- tell him that ne- to go to a different therapist.
1: Well, you know, women just actually <laughs> really like when dudes are shitty to them. It's like science.
0: Oh, true. And she did not explain. <laughs> my, like, he was being really vulnerable. So
2: <laughs> my favorite, my favorite line is in that scene where he's like, "And what if that was a legitimate threat? Think about that, hot shot."
1: A <laughs> <laughs> whole time, yeah, I don't know. And I just feel like if she's his secret therapist, like. Why would he not tell her that he's an undercover cop? Like would that yeah. not just make her job?
2: Well, no, no, no. Sorry, no, she she knows he's a cop.
1: No, she no, he, uh, she doesn't because he talks. He's like, you got these cops coming in here crying on your shoulder, blah blah blah, and she's like, yeah. Well, he
2: mentions it was like the police therapist.
1: Yeah, but she she said, knows he
0: went to academy, but she thinks he just dropped out. Yeah, she doesn't she, know he's undercover. She calls
1: him. She uh, calls okay. him a dropout, okay. and also she says that part of her work is dealing with cops. Like yeah. that's not her whole practice. So
2: yeah, I thought I remembered a scene where Leo said. I don't like, think he ever tells um, her because I was waiting to, for him to do his, it. No, no, I think he was talking to someone else. I think he was talking to Martin Sheen, and I thought he said something about like going to the police shrink or something. I don't like know, that. but
1: yeah, the whole I don't know.
0: Also, like <laughs> she, the other major, what, what, uh, the other woman with a major role in this movie is there just to have sex with Jack Nicholson. Vera Farmiga yeah. is character is basically like an elevated slightly more quote-unquote respectable version of that
1: well yeah you're you're Mm -hmm. like
2: (sighs) i will say like the last couple of scenes that she's in and she kind of went starting with like when she gets the tape from leo she kind of breaks off into her own and I think she gets a lot better as the movie progresses Mm -hmm. but those first couple of scenes when she's just like going on dates (laughs) with Matt Damon and then doing like the therapy sessions with Leo they're pretty terrible yeah Yeah, and again I
1: just think she just kind of does the best with the very limited amount she has to do Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Ben and I actually had an interesting conversation where we were trying to decide like if this movie was made today, maybe not, like, obviously, if it was still Scorsese, it would probably get a lot of acclaim. But, like, if it was a different director, would it do as well with the new kind of, like, brand of social awareness that we have? Because a lot of this movie is, like, white guys being racist, like,
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this was... This isn't a movie that could have been made now. It's definitely a movie that, you know, 10 years ago...
1: It made more sense. It it
2: wasn't the same kind of discussion with, like, is this okay? Yeah. I mean, he calls the, like homophobic slurs and stuff throughout mm-hmm. the movie are pretty easy. Mostly
0: early on it comes on really strong.
2: No, he calls Damon like the f-word on the rooftop oh, yeah, in right. like the last 10 minutes
1: yeah, of the movie. Yeah, and I just like <laughs> and and, he's the good guy. And like I don't even right, I don't feel yeah. like every movie has to be like p uh, for lack of a better word like politically correct.
2: Right. But at the same
1: time, I, I feel like
2: and it is Boston, yeah. But I feel is, like this you know, is definitely pretty... one
1: of those movies that you like more when you're younger. Kind of like how we mm-hmm. talked about like Shutter Island or for Vendetta, where it seemed really cool at the time, and then you go back and watch it, and you're like, I mean, it's good, but it's yeah. not like it's not the best movie ever that I thought, you know?
2: No, it's it's definitely just like a fun movie that. I mean, I think that's why it doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that much. No one's like. Oh, The Departed's my favorite movie. Or like, it does so much, and it has such a great like discussion topic and whatnot. It's, I mean, it's just kind of it's there. a
1: good mainstream
0: movie, kind of.
1: Yeah. I yeah. think it kind of it has that like that pop art sensibility that we talk about, like when these like auteur directors kind of right. dip their hands in. Like Fincher's really good at that, mm-hmm. and.
2: But like you were saying, I don't think it would be a very good movie with a different director. And it's actually interesting on IMDb. They list a couple of different casting decisions from early on. And like originally, the movie was going to be Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, and Brad Pitt would have been in Matt Damon's role. Man, I'm pretty glad that's why it's still produced by (laughs) Brad Pitt. But yeah, that would have been
0: crazy. Oh man, (laughs) that would have been insane. I almost want to see that movie just.
2: (laughs) And then uh, Ray Liotta was going to be Dignam. Okay, he'd be good.
0: That
1: that... I I could see, but I, I I really like Mark Wahlberg in that role. Sorry, I did a really bad job of ranking, yeah, but <laughs> I do like Mark Wahlberg in this movie, despite my utter confusion
0: <laughs> as to who he is ever. Yeah, like Mark Wahlberg, he has one setting in the movie. He only has to do one thing, but he's pretty good at it. <laughs> His setting is B-man. he keeps it like
2: he keeps it like a hundred percent like uh, enthusiasm the whole time, just going crazy. Like, I still
0: don't think it's a supporting actor nomination worthy thing, but I. I don't thing know.
2: Thing. I what else
0: was that I, year? I, had, I have sorry, no I idea. That. And also, especially Let's with supporting see. actors like you that, that could run so deep.
2: So that year the winner was Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine. Um Jackie Earl Haley and Little Children. Um,
1: God, I he was know, nominated for that? I just, I just
0: haven't seen enough of these those movies. God,
1: Little um, Children is di-
2: dark. Dijman Hansu for Blood Diamond? I, I, I'm Honsu. sure I murdered Okay, yeah. He's great. And then Eddie Murphy for Dreamgirls. So, <laughs> if that's like what they were working with that
0: year, Mark then Mark Wahlberg I is far and see...
1: away the best part of that. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair.
1: I, can't, I cannot believe Little Children had word nominations holy wow
2: was that the one he was like the pedophile yeah. and it had uh and it had was Patrick it Wilson. Kate Winslet yeah Kate Winslet and, and Patrick yeah, okay. Wilson
1: are like having an affair and also there's the Jackie Earl Haley being a pedophile subplot randomly right <laughs> like it is a yeah, that dark was, movie, that, was a weird movie.
0: <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> I don't know,
2: I but no I think I think Mark Wahlberg like I don't think he would have done The Fighter. I don't think he would have gotten half of the movie roles that he's gotten as like a legitimate good actor since then if not for this movie. Oh,
0: absolutely not. But I mean, yeah, he's <laughs> he, he, not only is he really good in a Martin Scorsese movie that made a bunch of money. He got a, one of the act, the only acting nomination on top of that. That's a uh, pretty nice <laughs> that's pretty nice for the guy who used to be Marky Mark. And right. you know what, it doesn't matter how many times he gets a role like this and is nominated. We'll still call him Mocky
1: Mock. I feel Mocky that Mock. That sucks so much, though, because I feel like he is really a good and accomplished actor for the most part. Yeah. Like, with a few missteps mm-hmm. here and there, but, like, who does He's like,
0: I was 20 at the time. Come on.
2: I feel like he was kind of the original, like, kind of what McConaughey is doing now and what Affleck yeah. has been doing for the we last couple know. years. Of kind of <laughs> yeah. Kayla, when rein- you say he's done a couple different things and
0: accomplished a couple different things, does that include beating the fuck out of some guy? <laughs>
1: yeah, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is one of those very, like, problematic yeah. people. <laughs>
2: Hasn't he... I forget, didn't he get like a pardon or something or tried to, because it was like 30 years ago. He tried to get it
0: expunged or something. If I remember correctly,
1: he beat the shit out of a Taiwanese guy while using a bunch of racial slurs and therefore could not open like one of his burger restaurants somewhere. And so he was specifically trying to get it expunged so he could open a restaurant in a specific location.
2: It it was from when he was, like, still a musician as a teenager. Yeah. Right. As, if I remember correctly, yeah. yes. Oh.
1: And, like, hopefully, I would like to think that Mark Wahlberg, like, legitimately, like, feels bad for that and has had tried to oh, become sure, a better yeah. person. Yeah.
2: If anything, him having, like, a family now and, like, all the kids that he has, I would hope that, for their sakes and stuff, that he's not
1: still, like, a horrible... Racist piece <laughs> of shit, yeah. Like, racist. <laughs> I would also hope that.
0: <laughs> I also would probably... Like, Leo does a good job in this movie, although I think... Leo, I, I do think Leo just keeps kind of getting better as an actor. For I sure, I don't like. I don't. I, for some reason, I could just never rank Leo as one of the best actors among a number of other actors. But he keeps improving, and he is accomplished. Obviously,
1: I feel like Leo is kind of one of those people that like no one's really going to realize what a treasure he was until he dies. Probably. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah. like kind of like an Orson Welles situation. <laughs> I mean, we're,
0: like, we kind of have it with how has he not won an Oscar yet when he's done all these things, but it's still... Like and it's
2: like this was the one that he really should have
0: won.
1: I for. guarantee if he hadn't decided to be like a martyr about it and be like, "Oh, I couldn't possibly take away from Jack Nicholson and Martin Sheen." He would have won Probably. and we could have been away with this whole stupid conversation because again, lots of accomplished actors and actresses do not have academy awards. Yeah.
0: On the other hand, before this year, that drive got him to a lot of great performances and good movies. Yeah. But
2: do you do you think So if we want to look at, like, his, um, I guess, like, more recent run, talking about, like, ranking and stuff, where would you rank... Uh, his performance in The Departed among I need like, to look real. Shutter Island, Blood Diamond, like Revolutionary Road.
1: I think, see of... the thing it's about Leo, than Shutter Island, that's for sure. The thing about Leo is that he is actually super capable of doing a lot of different things mm-hmm. and I like I would peg his performance in Revolutionary Road as one of his best. It's just that that movie is so depressing that I never want to watch it's it It's one again. of my least favorite movies. Yeah, no, time. it's a horrible experience to watch it, but you cannot deny that he is amazing okay. in it. See, I haven't right, yeah.
0: seen some of his movies in such a long time Time. Like, The Aviator and Catch Me If You Can, I saw closer to when they were initially released. Um,
1: I just think it's really interesting that he can do, God, like, Jager. he is, like, this really big, like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. He's
0: good. In, he's really good in Inception. Like, he's yeah. really good oh, so, in So, yeah, so he's
1: in these, like, really I mean, big blockbusters, but he also has a, t- like, he is, like, an, an artistic actor. He's great as a supporting
0: yeah. actor almost every time he's actually willing to do that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would say out of his, like, adult, like, quote-unquote adult Leo roles and stuff, I think this movie is probably the best that we've gotten from him.
1: I would say, yeah, I would say probably this movie, Gangs of New York, and...
0: He's, I haven't seen Great Gatsby he's supposed to be the best part of that movie he's absolutely
1: the best part of that movie but that movie is honestly kind of a train wreck to me As much, like yeah, I really yeah. wanted to like that movie yeah. but holy shit yeah Leo is by like far and away I would
2: say part. he was probably the best part of Django I don't remember if he got nominated for that or if it was uh, Christoph Waltz. I don't think he got Christoph, nominated
1: no, it was a nominated. big deal yeah that was what started okay, this yeah, bullshit yeah. yeah that's right in earnest yeah. <laughs> I Great say, Gatsby
0: wasn't good enough for him to get nominated yeah so I no. would say if I had to yeah.
1: Pick, I would say that his role in The Departed or his role in Wolf of Wall Street are probably like my favorite yeah, performances.
2: Yeah. I think I'd probably stick with that. I'd maybe throw in uh, his part in. Django, I haven't seen I guess, Django, yeah. so that I cannot he's
1: comment
0: really on. He's really okay. good in Django. I just, you, I, I mean, mean he's, play, he's playing. playing. <laughs> you know
1: my feelings on Tarantino. It's really <laughs> hard for me. Like that's gonna be like a. That's fair. You'll have to put like seventeen <laughs> shots of whiskey in me and be like, especially "All right, Caleb, that we're doing movie this." Movie <laughs> of all the Tarantino movies.
0: I know. <laughs> uh, I've got to go with The Revenant. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I just don't I'm, see it for him. Nope, Shut the um, fuck nope. up, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, of the ones I've, s- I honestly
2: don't think. I know it's like a done deal that he's gonna yeah. win, but even out of the nominees, I don't really think that he's the
0: the best. If Matt them, Damon, it's Damon won, I
1: would be so happy. I would be
0: so happy. <laughs> I mean, I would feel kind of bad for Leo, kind of, but like, I, I just, it. I no. I think the just... Matt Damon performance is so much better.
1: I just, I really hate this like Oscar politics where people are like, Ugh, oh, yeah. like he deserves it because he hasn't mm. had one yet. And it's like, mm. that's not like, I, I know we've talked about this and it's kind of like a broken record thing at this point, but I just don't feel like you should just get an Academy Award, which is the highest award we have for actors and right. actresses just because you haven't gotten one yet. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Uh, I agree. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I just I like Leo, and I think he is a great actor, and I really do think that he is a treasure of our time and that we will one day consider him one of the greatest actors of this generation. But, like, I don't feel like The Revenant is the movie. Like, I just don't feel like it is. It's just really
2: <laughs> no, hard. Not, My opinion on this has been weird. With that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I feel bad because, like, I haven't seen <laughs> The Revenant, so, like, maybe I shouldn't be, like, so, like, down on it. But just, I just... Uh... I just don't. I forgot you no, that's,
2: have Having seen it, that's fair. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just have no interest in watching them, like, just kill themselves on screen for two hours.
2: Isn't? Oh, you know what? Sorry, this is completely off topic, but kind of getting back to, like, talking about the characters in this. Mr. French, uh, Ray Winstone, is maybe one of my... Oh, yeah. I know he wasn't, like, out of the characters that we mentioned no, he's, for Rankin. No. He, he like might a, be uh, one of my favorites in this.
0: I just find it noticeable because... I feel like Jack Nicholson and Vera Farmiga's performances are so, like, not, I'm just so not into those when I really enjoy <laughs> everyone else. I'd probably have Matt Damon higher, but that is 100% because I just love Matt Damon. Oh, he's great just in this. I love Matt Damon so much.
1: I do. He's one of those people that I'm always like, oh, yeah. That's why I
0: love the I Martian. Love him. <laughs> That's why I love the Martian. It's like, oh, yeah, he's fantastic. He is a great movie I do star. Feel, yeah, I feel Ugh. like
1: Matt Damon is one of those movie stars that everybody just kind of shits on for no reason. It's like him and Ben Affleck. We've been over this, actually. But, Although Matt
0: Damon is much better than Ben Affleck when it comes to acting. This is
1: true. Well, it's different on the role.
2: I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. I think they play different parts. Like, I, talking I think about like the switching the movies and stuff, I don't think that Damon can do some of the things that Affleck does. Like, if you put Damon in Gone Girl, I don't think that.
1: I think oh, if we're going on trajectory, I yeah. think Matt Damon was initially a better actor.
0: Affleck's physicality is part of what makes the Gone Girl character though like Matt Damon just does not have that chin or those shoulders right well
1: yeah well I mean Ben Affleck was specifically cast in that role because he looks like a smug bastard all the time (laughs) but like I feel like
2: or even like State of Play which is a kind of similar movie to this I don't think he could play like the senator that's you know, I think like he could do a lot more,
0: life. even if he can't do the, some of the things that Affleck can do. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's. Fair. I just, I yeah, again, I that. feel
1: like out of the gate, Damon was the better actor, but over the years, Affleck has kind of shown himself to be like oh, a yeah. powerhouse.
0: Oh yeah, like I have a lot maybe of respect
2: maybe for him. that's more of it is that Affleck was so terrible for such <laughs> a long time that now he's like an actual decent actor. It makes it kind of hype. And up. he's yeah. got the directing. Then, right, right,
0: Matt Damon, I don't think has tried directing it all. So.
2: I think he's directed one thing, hasn't he? Oh.
1: Hold on, I'll pull it up. Matt Damon Credits.
2: Maybe I'm making that up, but No, makes... he doesn't have a director
1: no. credit on IMDb. He's produced a lot of stuff. Okay. Oh yeah.
0: And he like He uh, also
1: has written several things actually. Mm-hmm. Promised Land I thought
2: for some reason he directed that uh what was that like fracking movie that he promised? Like, Land, correct. He's yes. he, yeah, he's
0: yeah. a writer on it.
2: Okay,
0: yeah. He's a writer on the new Bourne movie, apparently. Although, I think at this point, he just gets every credit on those movies. <laughs> He's like, fine, I'll come back, but I'm the producer, I'm the, I'm the co-writer. I'm the cinematographer, <laughs> I do the rigging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I got you the coffee that one time, so... <laughs> I can't wait for that movie. Oh, my God. This... You know how, it's like, every great. other...
2: Although, I, Andy Greenwald and uh, Chris Ryan were talking about it <laughs> a little bit, and I kind of agreed with what they said, that they kind of, at least through the trailer, seemed to strip away kind of what made the earlier Bourne movies so great with the espionage and are just leaning in, like, full-on in the action kind of thriller movie. Yeah,
0: I don't know if I... I, I my expectations for it, it, compared to the others, it, not super high. But yeah. I'm just so excited to see Matt Damon be born again. That's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, uh, the there's a CinemaSins video. Um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with CinemaSins, but it's nah. um, basically, like, they point out uh, – they humorously point out in YouTube videos, like, dumb things that movies do or, like, m- things they missed or whatever, mm-hmm. and they count mm-hmm. up so many sins or errors, whatever, at the end – And then they did one for the Bourne trailer because they also love the Bourne movie. And at the end, when Matt Damon, shirtless Matt Damon, knocks a guy out with one punch, he's like, oh, God, they knocked him out. Negative sins. No sins in this trailer. (laughs) I'm like, I agree.
2: It's going to be great. I can't wait. And I really hope they do a um, mashup or or whatever you want to call it and bring in Jeremy Renner in.
0: I am curious of how that's going to go, and if Jeremy Renner once again becomes second fiddle, and it happened <laughs> you know with what? the Mission Impossible you know what? movies. I don't give
1: a shit. Fuck Jeremy Renner. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck oh, that guy. Take shit. everything <laughs> from
0: him. He's like a decent actor, but I also don't think he. I don't think I would watch any franchise led by him. Ever? No. He is,
1: like, a supporting actor. Like, he really oh, yeah. needs to accept that he is not a lead actor. He's, and he also needs I mean, to learn yeah. to shut his fucking mouth. Like, <laughs> has he, stop has taking he been him on press like junkets. A,
2: <laughs> has he had a major, like, lead actor role since Hurt Locker? Other than, like, the Bourne?
1: No, he literally is just, like, a franchise dude. Like, he just suddenly yeah. was in to Well, he was supposed, supposed to be the main
0: dude in Mission Impossible. And he was supposed oh, right. to yeah, take yeah. over for Bourne. And...
2: Those people don't go see movies that he's the lead actor in,
0: and then they, they change their minds. <laughs> I wonder what influences that. <laughs> like never, never mind. I'll uh, kill the messenger. He was the lead in Kill the Messenger. Yeah, did oh, anybody okay. watch that? Yeah, that's um, right.
1: <laughs> All right, so it kind of sounds like we are rolling towards the end. Of oh my god, history. <laughs> yeah.
0: Avengers Age of Ultron, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Untitled Born I, Sequel you
1: know, I have to
2: say, there have been plenty of opportunities and I just want to say that I'm proud of Kayla for not shoehorning the Chris Evans corner into anything so far. <laughs> I mean, we've brought up Avengers
0: multiple we've times. We've brought up a bunch of white actors who look like other white actors. <laughs>
1: God, can, no, I, can, I don't even have the energy to try and do it in this episode. It just it, I will concede that in this one it really makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Why well, you can't uh,
0: see him in there? You're we
2: talking about Ant-Man. And I thought I thought for sure it was going to come in. No, out. I
1: really would have liked to have seen him in a cameo in Ant-Man, though, to have. be fair. They probably, yeah. They're like, uh, we already used your uncredited cameo in Thor. <laughs> they
0: only have him on contract for so many movies. They don't want to waste Ant-Man on that. Although,
1: as we all know, he is uh, precious and has re-upped his contract. So. <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh i guess like I, I don't really care to talk about her right now. Like, <laughs> i don't care
0: to talk about him ever so
1: fuck you <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's just go back to matt damon precious anyway, so matt damon sounds, who says dumb things sometimes sounds like we are kind mm-hmm. of coming
1: to the end of the discussion about the movie so yeah. uh patrick closing thoughts statements anything
2: you know me. Park your car in the yard. Keep your cell on.
1: All right. Uh, that was lovely.
2: That's all I got. <laughs> okay, well, did you- I,
1: I feel like we've done a pretty good job summarizing all of our feelings yeah. on the movie. It, it And again, like I always worry coming into the movies where I'm kind of like the one who doesn't really like it that much. I, like I just hate being the person that's always like, <laughs> Eh, it like, could be better but like the the top 250 is so saturated with these kind of like crime drama <laughs> movies i am glad that this is one of them and not like a I- there are so many lackluster crime movies like this one has the star power and like the directorial know-how to like do a crime genre movie and not have it just be boring and violent and
2: where a lot of crime drama movies there's no like actual suspense or kind of like thriller aspect to it this there are parts of this movie kind of like you said where it's like actually terrifying Mm -hmm. and like the stakes are pretty high in some points.
1: I will say I am of- kind of disappointed that the original is also on the 250 because I really don't want to talk about this movie twice. But <laughs> <laughs> too bad there, there won't be a Jack are. Nicholson. That's true. There were so many up there. Like I feel like this half the trivia for this movie is like this person was almost cast in this role, and it's just right. amazing like how many different versions of this movie there almost were.
2: Where <laughs> <laughs> are we doing trivia now? Is that
1: what? Um, Tyler, did you have any closing? Oh
0: I did, I did. Okay. Uh just a second. Uh or did I? Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. <laughs> I am not a fucking rat. God. <laughs> I'm tired from fucking your wife. <laughs> Good, she's tired from fucking my father.
1: I hate you. Who the fuck are you? I hate you so much. <laughs>
0: I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy.
1: I'm kicking you out of this apartment.
2: <laughs> that was so great. I, I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think those are all dignum too. That yeah. They are.
2: That one's my favorite. <laughs> he is the
1: most quotable character. Aside from the, I am not a rat, and you know me. <laughs> anyway...
0: Oh, oh! I was gonna start that one. That one, I do not want to say the word in that one. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh no, I'm white. I can't read that word. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: it was. I'm just gonna do my trivia now. <laughs>
1: yeah, Tyler, <laughs> you're a mess.
2: <laughs> we talked a lot about Wahlberg Oh wait, were you originally.
0: actually waiting for me to have something? I yeah. was just gonna keep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was just gonna keep you quoting just had the, the
1: fucking movie. Fucking quote page pulled <laughs> up. <laughs>
2: I actually have two. So the first one is that we talked about how this one Best Picture and how it's a remake, but it's the only remake of a foreign film to ever win Best Picture. Um, so that's kind of cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other one was kind of more importantly and more cool is that they uh, were originally planning a sequel that would be based around Dignum's character. So I'm sure we would have gotten a ton more quotes from that and <laughs> that it would have... Uh, he would have been. They. William Monahan said that they wanted to focus more on the kind of political aspect of, that they kind of hinted at in this movie, and that it would have focused on him trying to take down a United States senator played by Robert De Niro, what? <laughs> <laughs> which is just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh my god! But
2: um, un- unfortunately, that did not get made. No.
1: Damn. What a loss. Uh the, the interesting trivia that I have is um so apparently there is an entire subset of people that think that Matt Damon's character is like closeted gay and Oh really? One huh.
0: there are those moments where he it hints that he's pretty impotent with
1: Yeah, exactly. So like yeah, yeah. I thought of that, but other than that, I just I don't So
2: okay, that kind of brings up what are your guys' thoughts on... I mean, it seems pretty clear that Leo's the father, right?
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> they mentioned so many times that Matt Damon can't keep it off. So. <laughs> right,
2: right. And then she... Pr- pretty clearly broken up at the funeral and doesn't talk to him about the the kid when she sees Matt Damon. Yeah,
1: there. no, I feel like there's zero doubt about that. And if you are in doubt about okay. that, I yeah. <laughs> do you pay attention when you watch the American? real, The
2: real departed truthers. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but no, I just, yeah. So with the whole Matt Damon being gay thing, I just think he's an insecure dude who grew up with a bunch of like... Alpha male kind of people, and he just wants to live up to that. And and he's also under he a lot of
0: stress right now.
1: Yeah, so I just, I feel like, as much as I love to find homoerotic subtext in things, <laughs> I feel like it is not happening in this movie. That is
2: interesting. I didn't, I mean, I didn't think about that watching it, but now kind of examining some of that stuff that. It's not the furthest stretch, I guess. Yeah, I don't
1: think it's, like, a super long stretch. I just don't think that that's what they were going for. I think it was more supposed to be like this, oh, like, how will I live up to my gang leader pseudo-father shoes kind of deal. Right, right. Yeah, Tyler, do you have a stat of the week?
0: I do, actually. You're not going to believe this, but Martin Scorsese has a few movies on the IMDb 250. What? So (laughs) even though the Oscars took a long time to show him love... The IMDb 250 will never let him down. If only I could find him. Oh, there he is. Uh, He has seven movies on the IMDb 250. And
2: I... How many of them are crime dramas? <laughs> like, uh, no, I, How many Scorsese movies aren't crime dramas? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could think if Wolf of Wall Street is on it, you don't have to... I mean, it's, so... there is like a crime aspect to it, I guess. Oh, absolutely. But you don't have here, to well, we won't really... go
0: through them. I have all these stats here. Uh, There's Goodfellas, crime drama. Sure, yeah. There is the departed, departed, yeah. crime drama. Departed. <laughs> Taxi driver. Crime drama. Raging Bull. No. Boxing. A crime drama. Yeah. Though certainly dramatic. Hmm. Casino. Yeah. Crime drama.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: The Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Kind of a crime drama. Well, mm. like a crime drama. Ar- <laughs> There's lots of crime yeah, that yeah. happens. Then <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't say like No, I know, I know. <laughs> then <laughs> I know. then yeah,
0: fucking Shutter Island.
1: God damn it! <laughs> the only episode the, which we have ever recorded while inebriated.
0: <laughs> because,
1: because <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> that movie sucks.
0: That movie sucks. We we've actually like, gotten some blowback on that, and I've seen a lot of people defending Shutter Island. People
1: really don't like that we people didn't s- like Shutter Island, and they really still don't like... vouch for Shutter Island. Yeah, they also really don't you know, like I, that we didn't I like Shutter I will say, I
2: think he's. I think he's better in that, or Leo. I think Leo's better in that than Inception, which was the same year. I, I
1: really wish that those movies had not come out so close together because it really colors my perception of his performance in both of them because yeah. he's really just doing the same thing.
2: Right, yeah. And I got to give shout out to Mark Wahlberg. Or, just, God damn it. Mark, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo for being in that. Yes,
1: correct. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo is a gem. Oh, fuck. God damn it. I walked right into it. The Mark Ruffalo corner. Yeah. No. Yes, no. Yes. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Chris Evans is great. <laughs> Putting it in.
0: I thought you weren't going to force it. Nope.
2: <laughs> I, w- I was totally ready to just let it slide. <laughs> Y'all ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all
0: ruined it. <laughs> oh, my God. Kayla, I'm going to ask Patrick what his recommendation <laughs> for this is now. Okay. <laughs> Patrick, so what's f- your recommendation?
2: I feel like it came out a little bit later. Um, Let me – be prepared actually and see what year it actually did come out um okay 2010 very similar thematically uh starring and directed by someone that we've mentioned a couple of times this episode but uh the town which was directed and uh i think it was adapted by ben affleck stars ben affleck co-stars um, jeremy renner jeremy renner is also in it uh kind of that that might be his best performance actually yeah cool. um and then uh john hamm um
1: my girl Blake Lively. Else?
2: Blake Lively, yeah. Uh then Rebecca Hall. It that's that was another uh that was kind of towards the end of college for me whereas uh, this was like end of high school and stuff. But very like thematically similar, both like endlessly quotable, uh both in Boston, um kind of different like aspects of crime, but also a crime drama. Um highly recommend it. Definitely a great movie. And if you want to see John Hamm just being, even though he's kind of the like quote unquote good guy of the movie, still being like a complete scumbag, then you can definitely get your fill in the town.
1: Love John Hamm being a scumbag.
0: Scumbag John Ham was a lot of fun. Kayla, <laughs> what is your recommendation?
1: Uh, my recommendation is a little bit more on the lighter side. It is the movie Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Came out in 2005. Has Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. plays a criminal. Who accidentally stumbles into a movie audition and ends up having to pretend to be like a detective going undercover with this other detective to solve a murder, and it has a lot of like who's double crossing who, hijinks kind of things. So it kind of seems to me like the more lighter counterpart to the whole fake cop bad guy mole sort of deal. But yeah, that
2: anyway. was uh, that was Shane Black's first movie, right? Correct. And I I, love Shane I'm Black. so excited for. Uh, Shit, I the, nice the nice guys.
0: The
1: nice guys kind of looks yes. like I'm kiss, so kiss, bang, bang redux. To be completely honest, I'm so honest. excited. Brad Gosling
0: but, looks great, and he's acting again, and it's very important. My
2: favorite, my favorite part of any trailer, like over the last year is the scene of him, like, trying to pull the gun out while he's in the stall, but the door keeps closing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. I love Shane Black, and I think he really has that great, like, it's serious but also funny sensibility (laughs) that I feel like The Departed was maybe trying to do but kind of didn't quite pull off.
0: Scorsese kind of always has that, but it's always... Uh, more gritty and d- dramatic than it is comedic.
1: Also, just, yeah, so for Kiss Kiss Naming, Bang, like, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer are such a great, unlikely pair throughout that whole movie, just, like, really playing off of each That's other. That's what I'm hoping
0: for from the nice guys. Yeah. I don't love Russell Crowe, but he looks pretty good in that movie. It's, yeah, so yeah.
1: I, we should, act- I own that. We should watch it at some point. So I that- also
0: own it, so we should watch and it at some point.
2: Good on Shane Black for getting that <laughs> Iron Man movie and then coming back to real movies. <laughs>
0: I like that Iron Man movie if it oh, wasn't in the context do? of all the third one.
1: Oh, I like that one. If
0: it wasn't in the context of all the other movies, in which case it now makes zero sense at all. Uh,
1: yes. The, the
2: Mandarin okay. and uh, Pepper Pots. Uh, subplot in that movie. Yeah, there's I, I can't look. So much I can't better look. Than Iron
1: it. Man Two, which is probably yeah, the that... worst Marvel movie, honestly. <laughs> which I know with the Thor movies, that's an unpopular opinion, but fuck Iron Man Two. No,
0: Iron Man Two is bad. The Thor <laughs> movies are both like slightly above it.
2: I honestly okay, no no like shots taken or anything, but I think the first Captain America is the worst of the. No.
0: There to be <laughs> fair, that is not an unpopular opinion. I
1: know that a lot of people don't like that movie, no. and I kind of feel like since it was, like, the last Paramount one, it kind of doesn't fit with, like, the super fun, like, we're Disney, and we're gonna throw in all this stuff, and, like, it was obviously before Joss Whedon was really on board, and I feel like right. his influence has tinged the tone of the movies, but I feel like if you look at it on its own, the first Captain America is a really, like, successful and interesting period piece, and I feel like Overall, that is one of Marvel's strengths is that they can create all of these different kinds of movies. Like, you have the period piece. You have, like, the sci-fi movie with the Thor. You have I The horror
0: movie and Doctor Strange.
2: Oh, God. I guess I actually have to take that back because I guess now we have to... I guess Ed Norton's Hulk is part of the Marvel universe. You know, they keep trying to make that that
1: happen, and I don't believe that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he brings... uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in, like, the last scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah, however... Uh, there is that scene in Age of Ultron where Mark Ruffalo is like, this is the first time the world has seen the Hulk being terrible. I'm like, do you not remember the time that you blew up Brooklyn? Or like, are we just not talking Nobody about Nobody cares that? about Brooklyn. Exactly. So like, I don't know. I feel like they tried, like they wanted it to be involved in the universe. And then they like realized it was a bad idea. And we're like, eh, what if we just there, forgot about?
2: Well, they're also bringing, uh, what's his name? William Hurt, who played, uh, I think it's, Thad Ross, or something like General that? But
0: Thunderbolt Ross.
2: Thunderbolt Ro- Ross, he's going to be in Civil War.
1: Is there anybody who is not going to be in Civil War? Me. No, like, right, I ah. agree.
2: I just, I feel like they're still kind of keeping that.
0: They're tie still casting in tie it in. for it, actually.
1: I wanted a Captain <laughs> America movie. I did not want another Avengers movie. Like, I'm so upset about it. Well,
0: the Hulk and Thor won't be in it, so. Honestly,
2: my only excitement for that movie is seeing Spider Man.
0: Spider Man. Spider-Man. I'm not even excited about that
2: There's because I don't like who they cast. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the like casting someone that looks like a 14-year-old boy that plays Spider-Man kind of choice He's, that they they're made. They're going back to
0: their roots, going back to high school.
2: They could have gone back to Donald Glover and <laughs> gone with him, and I would have been fine you with know, that. You <laughs> know, and the interesting
1: thing is, is like in the comics, Spider-Man really wasn't in high school that long, and for some nope. reason they just want him to be in high school so badly. Yep. <laughs> and it makes no oh, sense because none of the other Avengers are that young
2: but we're also we're not getting an origin story but we're gonna cast someone that's like 10 years younger than anyone else that's played
1: it's Spider-Man. so that they can it's so they can milk it you know that yeah. Like. Yeah.
2: absolutely
0: he could play spider-man for 15 years
1: gross all right so yeah that's my recommendation which what, what did you recommend kiss, kiss, bang, bang, you guys pulled, it, pulled me into marvel talk yeah.
0: okay you need no urging to go into marvel talk i feel like just you being you and being present in this room encourages marvel talk
2: i accept no blame
0: yeah see? <laughs> whatever patrick started i also this. accept anyway, no blame
1: tyler what's your recommendation all right well
0: i'm opening up a new corner it's the uh, Tom Hardy
2: corner. God damn
1: it! Oh yes, yes. yes. We can only have this room so many has so quarters. many corners. <laughs> like room. We've
0: created a dodecahedron blanket for it. It's just, we just <laughs> all the cushions are facing different ways. All right, so my recommendation is the drop. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering uh, I was another like, crime drama, but less cops. <laughs> okay, cool. It is one of the last performances by James Gandolfini. Uh, he of The Sopranos, so he knows what he's doing playing a, a mob boss. <laughs> okay. The main role is played by Tom Hardy. Uh he is kind of this quiet, mysterious guy. Yeah. Uh, how do you pronounce Numi's last name?
1: I think it's Rapace.
0: Okay. And uh Numi Rapace no. actually <laughs> kinda of surprised me by just being in it I forgot she's like in more English language movies now. Yeah. I, but I, she plays a kind of what's
2: sorry, uh, I was just gonna I haven't been a huge fan of hers in the past, but she's really good in this.
0: Yeah, like this this movie kind of surprised me where it's just this little crime drama with these that's really just these three actors for the most part and they are all quite good in it and it's got the ending's kind of a not a twist but there are some reveals and I don't want to give away but it's a really good movie. Uh, it's another dis- another display of Tom Hardy being one of our Greatest also if, if you want to we'll see tom
2: out. hardy like carry a dog for like 30 minutes there's there's a lot of him oh, doing yeah. that. that's a whole big thing on like twitter is yeah. that people are like going insane over, which is weird because the movie's been out for a while now but like people going insane over him carrying the dog and always like tweeting pictures of
1: that. <laughs> he's just so pure and he loves dogs so much
0: Wow, Tom Hardy's love of dogs as told by Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. An oral history of Tom Hardy's love of dogs, a Vanity Fair <laughs> article from last year.
1: Dude, Tom Hardy is literally the pure and good counterpart to Jeremy Renner's piece of shit. Oh, I love like. Tom Hardy so much.
0: But yes, that is my recommendation.
1: Anyway, we have been Let The Right Films In. We will hopefully be returning to a weekly format soon it's just that things have been really weird and our schedules are somehow now even more incompatible <laughs> um in the meantime you can find us on twitter at ltrfipod that is the best way to get in contact with us usually is tyler tweeting things Woo. uh i will occasionally pop in usually with something stupid
0: <laughs> usually
1: like uh, when Tyler said that I could never relate Deadpool to Captain America, and then they played the Civil War trailer beforehand. That was real good. That was my favorite time. Uh, we have, an- <laughs> I've mentioned this before. If you are interested in being on the podcast, uh, you can email us. The email is ltrfipod at gmail.com. We are really excited for all the people that have expressed interest in being on the podcast, and I promise you, we are working on a schedule. And we cannot wait to have all of you on. And if you have not yet emailed us and would like to do that, please do. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Uh, it's slash Let The Right Films In. You can find us posting about interesting movie news and articles with some opinions and whatnot. You can also follow us on Tumblr, which is Let The Right Films In. where we post gift sets, posters, more links to things, etc. We very recently have begun compiling a weekly newsletter where we will round up just interesting movie news and opinion articles and whatnot. Um, you can sign up for that by going to tinyletter.com slash...
0: L-T-R-F-I.
1: Thank you. <laughs> um, it's actually really cool. It accidentally had our address at the bottom last <laughs> week. So if you are one of the six people that has that so far and you want to send us a nice letter, I guess you can do that in the future. That will not be there. So
0: I just remember that I haven't changed it. Anymore. I'm sending you I'm sending <laughs> you a copy kind of Exile of... on Main Street with
1: <laughs> That was like a heart attack moment. I scrolled to the bottom of the email and was like, Oh my god, that should not be there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we Tyler has a letterbox where he writes reviews. I believe the username is Tyler Tells Tales. That's correct. Yay. Uh, mostly him babbling. So I guess if you want to see him oh, in print scary. babble about the Revenant, that's probably there somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, We're available on iTunes, where you can rate and review us and download, which is cool and helpful. We have a SoundCloud, and you can find us on PodBase, Stitcher, Overcast, all of your favorite podcast listening apps.
0: We're in so many places.
1: Yes, really, we are oversaturating the market, (laughs) and it is awesome. So please follow us on those things. Listen to us on those things. Uh, Thank you, Patrick, for being a guest Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Yes uh Tyler I guess you're cool thanks (laughs) so yeah we have been let the right films in do you want to try and say Jurassic World is a terrible movie in a Boston accent because it'll go way better than if I do it
0: (laughs) Jurassic World is the fuck (laughs) (laughs) terrible Jurassic
2: World is a terrible fucking movie.
3: movie (laughs) <laughs> just like, Fuck you. that movie
1: <laughs> Maddie tried to tell me yesterday That it was the best movie she'd ever seen And I just kind of had to smile and nod while heavily sipping A Jackie Coke <laughs> <laughs> At
0: least you had alcohol
1: <laughs> then I remembered Alcohol existed uh. Thank you alcohol
0: <laughs> Um yeah I'll probably be sad on those all those social networks About the Revenant winning at some point tonight <laughs> I look forward to
3: seeing In- it <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. All right, I'm gonna call that <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna hit record. <laughs>
0: go away
1: no he wants to be in the blanket fort no too. he is not allowed to be in the
0: blanket for he ruins <laughs> everything so
1: cute. look at him.
0: he peed on your bag and yeah. you're calling him cute now
1: i am actually still kind of pissed about that
0: jeez are, <laughs> we, <laughs> gonna, are we really gonna say that every time <laughs> the we mention the title? are we gonna do that <laughs> you don't have to if you don't want to
3: <laughs> I, don't
1: <want> to, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. This
0: episode is either going to be the most listenable or the least listenable, and I don't know which. Yes. All right. Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. Boston. Boston. Boston.